Wait, wait, wait. So has... your cat is in Markiplier's video? Yeah, yeah. So if you go to Markiplier's most viewed video and you look at the second clip, it's my what? cat. What the? Um, I gotta wait, check it out. What? Your cat is more like... famous than all of us combined. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 14 of Overinspected, the best speed cubing podcast in the land. Let's go! I, yeah. yeah. Let's go. Ooh, shoot, I'm dissing every other speed cubing podcast. But it's okay, you all tie for second place, so you get silly. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm Kerry Huang, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Michael and Manu. Hi, Kerry. What's up? Yeah, and um, today we're talking about a current event... So as some of you may know, Max Park recently broke the 3x3 average world record with 5.08 seconds, but it's not as simple as just a standard world record because there were some hiccups along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Should I should I just hard transition into it? Just go just go for it. <laughs> and it's okay, so maybe let's set up the, the story. So so okay, so you you know how like in every like detective movie or whatever, they, they like set the background, set the scene before, right? Let's set the scene. It was a bright and sunny day in San Jose, California. <laughs> in San Jose, California, the competition Basque Twenty Nine. If you don't know what Basque stands for, Bay Area Speed Cubing. Anyway, we're on we're on a mission to reach sixty nine, but that'll take us a couple years. Probably. <laughs> anyway, it's Basque Twenty Nine PM. Uh, I think I, should, I think it's okay. PM, right? No, no, no. We're not. No, that's not our mission. Our mission is to have as many competitions as possible. Okay. Okay. That's that's true. That's true. Yeah. I guess that's true. Yes. Anyway, um, but yeah, I think it was. I think this was a PM, right? So there was a twin comp happening in San Jose. There was AM and PM, and I think AM had already completed. And this we, to the story we were talking about today involves Basque twenty nine PM. Yeah. And at Basque twenty nine PM, you all know the one and only Mr. Famous Max Park himself. He sits down in. His second round average, and he pulls off four incredible solves. I actually don't know what the four solves are. Maybe I'll edit them on here, or if someone wants to look it up, we can just put them up there. Clearly, I was like four five five four. I don't know what the the decimals were though. Okay, well that's that already sounds insane. Four five five four is wild. Um, <coughs> but yeah, like so so he has he has four incredible solves, and he sits down to do the fifth solve. Uh, I don't know exactly what he needs for the W. I think he needs like 483 for the WR, which is like, which is which is really hard, right? Like to like to like nowadays that that's where that's where we're up to now, right? Where we we tell people like, hey, like yeah, you're, you're gonna need a four in order to get a WR, which is which is insane. The WR was recently broken by Timon Kolasinski. Um, I don't know exactly how long ago, but it was like a couple. I think it was like two months ago or something at this point. Like a solid couple months, I think. It was December, so it was December. No, no, no. It was during, it was while we were recording the podcast, dude. No, we had predicted sure that Timon was gonna break the the WR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I swear it's de- December. I, I swear on. Okay, well, I don't think so. I swear on my cat's grave. Oh, and it was December twenty twenty one. Oh no, well that got really dark. Oh, okay. it's okay. okay. Well. It, it, okay, no, I shouldn't. No, you can cut that out. <laughs> but it's okay. I'm going to cut it out. I'm going to Google it just to make sure my cat stays alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, any, in any case, Timon Kolsinski current has has the world record at the time, 509. Absolutely insane. Amazing world record by someone who's going to go down in the history books as one of the Cuban greats, as Chai has already predicted. 
Max sits down for his fifth solve. He needs 4.83 to break the world record. Chai, I'll let you take it from here. Wow. You're really good at painting a story, painting that canvas. Because all I was going to say was the dude got a 4.8. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, like, Max got a 4.8 and the crowd went wild. So, like so, you said... Wait, wait, so, so let's let's give the... I'll, I'll put the... I, well, I think maybe I should ask Max, Max before I put the footage here. But maybe I'll put the footage here if um, we're allowed to. But yeah. as you no, can no, see definitely. in the footage here, or you can go check Max's video also. You can see that the crowd goes wild. Definitely. If you're listening on audio, like just check out our YouTube and then you'll like, we'll see something. You'll be able to be linked towards that video if you haven't already seen it. But um, he beat the world record by 0.01. So he really, the 4.8 was almost the maximum amount of time that he needed. Like 4.83 already sounds kind of high, mm -hmm. um, but his fastest solve at that moment was 4.53. So, you know, he, he really like cut it really close because the salt that he got was counting, right? Um, yeah. But all of that was good and dandy. And what happened was not good and dandy. Um, and in fact, it was a nightmare to actually deal with. Um, so he gets the world record. Um, I think people know that he got the world record. I don't even know how people know. It was just kind of like everyone. Phones, just, like, dude. Just, just Nowadays, cheering. people have phones. They're, they're, they're crunching it the numbers really ahead of close. time. It was really close. It's kind of crazy. Um, but it's probably because Max knew what he needed to. Um, that was usually part of it. Um, yeah, the place went wild. Um, it was a frenzy. Um, eight seconds later, um, uh, the timer's off. So this is all, this is all sorts of messed up. We see the timer's off. We try to turn it back on reset. Um, it's at zero. Um, and this is all before we could get a sign and a time. Um, and by the specific, by some regulations um, that are listed, a judge must not write down a time by memory. And also, there are, are regulations, and there are also regulations that do not specify, but some regulations that do specify, which has been identified as a loophole, um, that the judge can write down a time from the timer, but also there are regulations that just say the judge must write down the time, which does not specify the origin of the time, the display of the timer. So there are some weird like linguistics going on there. Um, and there is a loophole here. Um, we had to figure, so here's the first problem. Um, the timer reset. The problem that we had is we needed to figure out if a competitor reset it and if a judge reset it, right? Those are the first two, because like those are clearly covered in those regulations um, of stuff that we have worked with before, right? <clears throat> Um, the issue was we had to review footage and the initial footage was super scary. The reason why it was super scary in that initial footage, and this is like proven exonerated. So this is really not an issue, but we're really like telling you guys how long it took for our process. We mm -hmm. watched that yeah. first video or like first clear video of what happened. We see a person's hand touch the wire and then touch the power button. Right. And keep in mind, we're in a loud venue. We can't hear the audio. Right. We identified that hand and it turns out that hand was a delegate. So this made it really scary um, in terms of like what the ramifications could be. And we had to like filter out more video and figure out more stuff. Now, as we reviewed more video and we took more time to discuss it, um, it was later determined that that was not where it reset. 
the way that it reset was the competitor one not the competitor one of the people in the audience came to cheer for max leaned over the display and that slight nudge on the display interfered with the timer and set it turned it off um, i don't even think it went to zero i think it just shut off and when we turn it back on it reset to zero so one could call it a malfunction but under the uh specifications that i classify it as i consider it as an interference and i think it was a malfunction that would not have happened if the equipment was not interfered with i think anyone who's used stack mats before like if you touch it the wrong way and you kind of deal with it the wrong way with a physical interference or a static interference um the timers have a good time so i don't know how you want to define it but that's how i defined it wait wait so so going back to the <clears throat> malfunction and interference like in this case they sound like very similar what is an example where they are very very different maybe that way like so when it, we get we understand yeah, where like you know where what the intended difference is there there are like some examples of what a timer malfunction is but a classic one is when you stop the timer it actually doesn't stay at a number it actually goes to all eights and turns off so that's a classic example of the timer just something is inherently wrong with the timer and we would not use it again and it's one of the classifications of, of a timer malfunction um another one that <clears throat> might not be indicative of something that's working properly is there are timers that uh will not like start pretty much like there are some timers that will basically have the green light on you lift up it actually doesn't actually start um, and there are like weird situations like that and then there are situations where the timer is under 0.06 all right, that's yeah. that's just part of the regulations that we would define it as. But you know, for example, the ones where the timer doesn't start at all, it's a reoccurring issue, and we have to address it. This timer up to that moment never had an issue until it was interfered with, and that's the fine line between what I would define the malfunction as. It is a malfunction, but not in a traditional sense. Mm -hmm. um, and then, what so, what is like, an example of like an interference? Um, I think static, I think just in general, when you think about like when stack mats are brought to like places of like drier climates or, uh, you hear about like the Rockies, for example, how the stack mats tend to like perform right. in a poor sense of the matter. And they have more random issues that just don't exist elsewhere. Um, that's what I think of. I think of like a shirt rubbing against the wire of the display, potentially a cause for something to just shut off. It was like, when you watch it, it just, it doesn't make sense. It lit, when you watch it, it doesn't make sense. And we've confirmed that no one was actually touching the timer. It was just a display. So when you have an interference, does that mean that, um, like, it's not a case of the competitor getting an extra, like you, you just go with the time that it should have said if there wasn't interference? No. So like, that's where we had to interpret more of like how we would decide whether or not that time is trustworthy um oh because it yeah. off precedent right because um, it could just be like exactly really and then the part of that precedent was defining whether or not the timer seemed to be fine that's part of that precedent and then right i think it was that's just how i was if i think that a kid did not rub against it like i think there would have been no issue for the rest of the day for that time um right the reason why is because it didn't reset immediately. It just kind of stopped and chilled there. There was no issue from the beginning to the end. Does that make sense? 
Like if I play with right. a stack mat enough times and it's already stopped, something's gonna happen to it. But just by nature of it, just starting, stopping, everything's good. You see the entire solve. Nothing was wrong with it. Okay, so, so right. let me let me ask another question. So, so this is a problem because, so it's a problem because we we've lost the time, right? We have no clue with the mm -hmm. time. But surely someone was recording the solve. So why can't we just use that recording? Uh, one of the reasons that we can't use the recording like very plainly like black and white like oh yeah we'll just trust that is because in our regulations we don't have regulations that support recording times from the display and the reasons is if there is an inherent issue with the timer itself there could be an issue with the communication between the timer and the display with like a latency in whether or not the time was actually 4.80 was it a 4.80 on the display but on the timer it was actually 5.12 um that is a potential problem oh. that i think most people would say yeah it doesn't sound impossible from the stack map perspective you know which, i mean stack map i'm i'm really surprised at what could happen at this point wait which is which i mean if you think about it is like a, a insane problem in my opinion this is this is a crazy problem that we face that we have hardware that so we have hardware made by the same corp the same company that i guess is so in is like oddly incompatible to the point where the it doesn't it can't serve its intended purpose where the display and the timer are synced where all it's really doing is sending sending just some signal that's like hey the current time is this update the display for some reason it can't do that properly without desyncing which is a very odd issue for it to yeah. have, but I guess it's just it is what it is so yeah, yeah as a then, slight, like oh no 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 go ahead Carrie. I was just gonna say as a slight side tangent part of me thinks like what if some timer manufacturer company made a display that would adjust for timer lag so because like whenever you see a speed cubing solve yeah. people are always like oh they're at PLL at like 4.7 but it's really like 4.9 or something um yeah like I've, I've thought like in the year 2022, we probably have the technology to fix issues like well, this. There are also like, and it, this reminded me of more display problems. There is a common display problem where you stop the timer or you attempt to stop the timer, but you can't stop it. Like it just keeps going. Have you guys ever had that before? I've never seen that. I've you never start seen the timer um... and you attempt to stop it, but because it's connected to a display, it's not stopping anymore. Like you literally can't stop it, which wow. is, interesting but it kind of sounds like, that one. like a um there's just like long story short problem. there's a whole lot of crap yeah 80 dollar displays by the way these are like 80 or 90 dollar displays these things are not cheap they're very heavy they take eight double a batteries they don't last that long the, these stack mats are not cheap either yeah well this the shade we're throwing shade at speed stuff yeah no but like and and this is the other thing like the equipment it is what it is at the end of the day like we have a relationship with yeah. speed stacks that you know it's for better or worse it's here and i completely understand that so our problem at the end of the day and we take full accountability for it um sorry i don't know if you hear this in post but there's a loud airplane um if anyone listening to the audio i don't think <laughs> it'll pick up but anywho uh editor in the sky just mute out me for this entire portion <laughs> um, no but the the issue one of the issues that we had was we failed to control the crowd and that's something you know i i take accountability for um 
because you know at the end of the day you do need to get it signed written down signed and you like obviously no one wants to like just have the entire timer be crowded it's just i don't know i think some people would even just be uncomfortable just for the sake of it um i understand that and you know there's not really a good justification for it um for me what was happening was i came from the side when i saw it happen i was waiting to compete um i saw that everyone was recording max 1.5 meters away which is you know funny to note but i was competing on the side and then as soon as i saw him stop the timer i was waiting for him to finish because you know you always anticipate a reaction and i walk over um and all it took was eight seconds like at the end of the day like is eight seconds i got there in like two um i don't know i mean like could i have done a better job definitely um were there other delegates there definitely at the end of the day it was all our faults to control the crowd um and then like I, there was a petty side to me about like the whole thing of just like well i don't i don't see anyone else doing it but you know someone's got to do it right um so <laughs> yeah that's just um i mean the unfortunate reality of things. but then again like i think that that's like this is like a different issue it's like yeah like maybe like there's some sort of crowd control things that we could implement but like at the end of the day you know a lot of things like are like pretty random right like for example like when so from like an average you know you can you can you know when some you someone is on world rec world record alert right where either they've locked in the world record or they need one more solve of like particularly good solve in order to get a world record so that, that's something that you can anticipate but then there are like things like singles right so for example when when the i'm saying when because it's definitely gonna happen when the when the three by three world record single gets broken right that that i mean it's a huge achievement for not not just the not just the cuber who does it but just for the community as a whole it's something that we should all like be able to celebrate in right more so in this case because max is one of our friends right like we we know max we know that like you know he's one of the world's best cubers if not the best cuber to have ever done it right and it's a it's a local comp i think as, as you mentioned chai like at this comp, I don't I don't remember how many people were there, but like there were a lot of people watching this one solve because they know it was a world idea. record solve. Everybody wants to see the solve. I, I mean, like it, I I think it like makes sense if if you could see the world records, if you could see the solve that cemented the world record average, you would go and see it. You would everybody would right. The only reason you wouldn't is because you were currently competing. So I everyone think it, was respectful of the distance too, up until the timer stopped. Like the right. 1.5 rule, like everyone was like stepping back. Like there was nothing wrong up until he stopped the timer. Right, because um, everyone, because all of these people also know that like, hey, if we violate something, this is this could be a negative effect on the world record, on like the solve that's going to get the world record. So I think yeah. I think that also suggests that there probably almost certainly is no foul play going on. But no, definitely no foul play. It's just like. You know, and if I had to reflect upon it, it's just like optimization, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, I think just ultimately the biggest thing for me to learn is um, the crowd control, you know, I mean, there, there's not much I can do now, like, I'm glad that the result was recognized, but, you know, given our situation, the crowd control is the place where I had the most control of whether or not this would be an issue in the future, so, um, and I want to control what I can control, you know? Right, um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I was sorry, just going to say that, like, um, I mean, you, you kind of, like, briefly talked about this, but I do think that a crowd can build 
within the time that like say you're even doing an official solve and it just feels like there isn't enough time like you can't be on high alert every second for like 10 hours right um yeah and, and like especially thinking that a world record single could come from come Anywhere. out of nowhere i mean not not for three by three maybe but for some events like two by two single or something it could come out of nowhere so it's like yeah i mean even if you time it like let's say for example like let's say for example like someone just get a really good solve honestly like there is usually not a person that will like immediately go to sign the time in fact even the judge oh yeah yeah I it's mean... like a it's a problem actually like i'm not saying we should justify this problem we should actually address it but it's just a force of habit that i think this probably illuminates like yeah i mean if you watch the video max literally stood up like made a huge circle came back didn't yeah. have that much time left and then the timer reset like so in that yeah. situation i mean if it... you don't expect anyone to approach you need to get max immediately to sign and write and you know these judges are volunteers at the end of the day like you know it's kind of like this weird thing of like what do you expect yeah, I think, so one thing which I, I kind of wanted to talk about is like, I think after, like, what, like, how, how is like, how are things going to change after this? Like, what are we going to see? So the main thing I'm thinking of is like, when people are on world record alert, or if like a world record time goes down, right? I think gone are the days, you know, when I remember um, Felix's world record, I don't, I think this was... Actually, I don't remember which comp it was, but it was the world record where he, he just like instantly stands up and starts cheering, right? Like, you know, like every people come around, st start hugging him. It's like everyone knows that the world record has happened. Or, you know, I think those rec like world record reactions are might be gone in the future. I think it might oh, be... Oh, kind of sad. I think it might be end up being more like, okay, I, I got the world record. I need to calm down. I need to sign this piece of paper immediately. Otherwise, you know, celebrate. something weird is going to happen to this timer. Something that I don't want to happen. Something that nobody wants to happen. My uh, my result is going to be lost forever. And worst case, I'm going to get a provisional solve. And in That's that provisional worse. solve, if I do worse, then I've literally lost the world record for no reason, even though I have a legitimate solve right right in front of me. You, uh, yeah, that's the other thing. And then this is like the third and final component to the entire controversy. Like, it's actually a good segue into the provisional situation. Um... So allow me to paint this picture because it is, it is a delicate way to, ex to explain, but because a lot of people are, here's here's the thing, a lot of people are butthurt about a provisional extra, um, and I'm gonna put myself out there, that, you know, a decision was made. I'm not saying it was a universal decision. I'm not saying it was the decision in the best best interest of everyone, of all the delegates involved, of the competitor, of the judge, but we made a decision and we stand on it so i'm not outing anyone you know it is what it is we made a decision to not give a provisional extra um and then everyone got really really upset about it and i can understand that um it got to a point where um the ethics committee had to get involved uh essentially is what happened um there are people that thought that we were trying to strong on the wrt and not wrt wrc to accept the result. And here's why I'm gonna explain why that wasn't the case. Um, and I've already said most of this, so this is not something that's like private or not something that I haven't expressed already. Mm -hmm. um, so what happened was if we were to give a provisional extra for that solve, 
Um, and you kind of, you had to be in the venue to actually understand it. But first off, and this is a if situation, so we can't really like say this verbatim. First off, the competitor would probably have to accept it. And I'm just telling you right now, like it was kind of like, it, it was tough. It was a tough situation. Okay. Um, but secondly, and more importantly, a provisional extra is only used if the original solve was deemed inadequate and considered the DNF uh, of extra circumstances beyond your control. So you give another solve. Is that correct? Right. So why would the WRC potentially view it as punishing an innocent competitor? Um, because it's beyond their control. So they use a provisional extra. Now think about what happens if you use a provisional extra. Like actually think about it. You could tie the world record, you could beat the world record, or you could get worse than the world record because it was on the fifth solve and because the original right. time was extremely close to what the world record could have been. So if you thought that the ruling should have been a DNF, you should have stood on that because you're gonna have a provisional extra. But if you thought that it would be potentially punishing to the competitor and you give that provisional extra, um, and they got a worse time, it was still punishment anyways. I don't know if that's clear, but it would have just been interpreted as punishment. Right, I guess, I guess another way to put it is that like, I think no matter what was going to happen, there was going to be an asterisk on the average. Mm -hmm. and, like people are going to say like, okay, like this was, this was the 508. Like, like no matter what the, yeah, was happening, exactly. everyone is going to remember that this was the 508. What I'm saying is the WRC, like, if they were worried about punishing a competitor, like the provisional would have punished them anyways if it was a worse time. Yeah, like, and I think and that, that's like, kind of like at the class where like that's just how it is. And then think yeah. about if the provisional was faster. Right. That would have been okay. worse. Dude, think about how pissed some people would be if Max had six salts to beat that world record. Max right. could have gotten think, the four point two. And then we like all if, know if the Max four point was real. If Max Park did the sixth solve and it was yeah like a four point two, mm -hmm. you think right. people would get more upset because he had like an opportunity to to improve? Well, because so if so if if you see that the four point eight was if so if you think that the four point eight is legit, right? But then the sixth solve was given, and the sixth solve gives you an opportunity to potentially replace that solve. Then it's like okay, you had six solves. And you you know the result that you need to improve the world record, which is like then then now we have like a six solve world record, which would have been also kind of weird. It would have been like it's okay. weird because we all know that the fifth solve was real. Right, <coughs> right. Like yeah, like so for example, like if the if the um, if the judge had never started the if the judge had never reset the timer right to begin with. Sorry, not the judge. It was an audience member. No, no, no. I, I mean like I mean like let's say like the previous person had competed. And the timer itself was not reset. Like th oh. this is something that would that should definitely be an extra solve. Like the, the mm. competitor should definitely get an extra solve in this case. At least I think so. Is that am I right, delegate? Yes. Yeah. 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 I know where you're going with this. Yeah. 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 So it, let's say like you know the old time was there. I don't know. Like like there there was like someone got a nine or whatever, and the nine was there, and then the 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 new competitor does not realize that and begins to solve, and they're like, oh, the timer was never reset. This is this is an error that that is not me. In that case, if you get the sixth solve. Then it's like, okay, like clearly like this was a mistake that was done and this solve was never legit. But in and this case- And there was case, never a real time. There was and, never a real time. Yeah, there was there was no real time. But in a case like this where we have footage, everything seems fine. 
the only thing that happens is an inadvertent un unavoidable well not un i wouldn't say unavoidable but like there was nothing anyone could do about this uh a fort maybe not fortuitous serendipitous perhaps no i think that's a positive connotation After in any case fact. something that just happens like out of the blue it it happens and then deletes the solve from from all of existence not to mention also there is some precedent i think of frame counting solves using yeah using no, there video. is but i mean people are not concerned about that people like they just don't like the provisional like that's they just so, don't like the decision so in any case like you you see we see if we see a 4.8 happen that looks legit to everybody everybody knows that it's legit i think it would be very hard to find someone who would say that like yeah everything like there was no foul play from the competitor from the judge from the delegates from the audience nobody is at fault here the solve the solve was administered legitimately the only thing that was not done legitimately was the recording of the time that was the only step that was that was mishandled in quotes so right. it so it, it is basically as perfect as a, as a legitimate solve as you can get but then now there's like a sixth solve which is like okay should this sixth solve really have been given when this solve was already fine there was nothing really wrong with this solve right yeah yeah, and I think another point to make is that um, there's no way Max Park could have, I don't know, like colluded with the audience member to make that happen on purpose. Yeah. Like I could imagine <laughs> it was beyond reasonable doubt. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, there's no way. Like, I guess the only fear would be like if there's some situation where the competitor could say like, oh, if I get a bad time, then I'll somehow get my timer to reset. But like that, that obviously didn't happen here. I mean, um, look we it, we don't we don't even understand these things like the the delegates and the wca we, we don't understand these things right like I've, i'm sure yeah. people have probably put thousands of hours into figuring out how these things work and i'm pretty sure people have also tried to figure out how to prevent the timers from desyncing and in just in general like work better right so i think it's i think it's kind of weird that some random competitor would suddenly know how all this works and put it all together i don't know it seems a little odd to me but i yeah. guess that that and... is not super strong evidence that's just I feel like I should kind of loop back around over at the overarching like problem. Um, but just in general, if you know, I understand that not giving the provisional was not like for most people is not the best decision to make. And I can agree and I can sympathize like that's true. But what was done is done. Um, there was just no reason for us to strong arm the WRC because it's okay for it to be a DNF. I'm telling you, it's okay to be a DNF because that provisional was going to go one of the three ways if you thought it was a DNF. So there's no reason you should consider whether or not it's punishment of an innocent competitor. Honestly, I think like there would be a situation where maybe I'm speaking for them, but I don't even think if they use that provisional and that provisional is faster, that Max would be very happy about it too. Hmm. Yeah, and that's like just an probably how I feel about it because it just you don't usually give competitors that extra solve and it's very rarely done in record solves right um it's just it happens right but you know at the end of the day you have to think about it like we only submitted the results as legitimate and we only submitted the results for wrc review because we think beyond reasonable doubt that this is the 4.80 solve right. for the fifth solve that confirms the world record we submit it for wrc for what's the for due process 
for doing right. our due diligence yeah. and making sure that we're not insane, pretty much. And there's always going to be one person, two pe- persons that seem like it's definitely not legitimate. But we ruled that because it was so legitimate that there is no provisional there. And that's how it ended up. And we totally allow and we accept a DNF result if it came. We made it very clear. But we do not think it was a DNF on any circumstance. That's pretty much like at the end of the day, that's just how it happened. Um, right. hmm. But, you know, I can understand that people are upset about it. Um, yeah, like, I mean, I think as you kind of said, like, it's in the history books. And I think what's interesting now is we're kind of left to pick up the pieces, if you will, right? It really sucks because I think the results were just accepted like a couple days ago. It's been over, it's been, has it been over a week? I think it's yeah. been two weeks. By yeah, it's almost two weeks. two weeks since the competition has happened, right? And it, it's really unfortunate because what should have been like a shining moment, right? In, in the history of this puzzle and this community that we're in is marred by like a weird like an odd quirk of some some oddly dysfunctional hardware and just a lot of like dominoes falling in just the wrong ways yeah and now we're left we're we're here we're talking about it now so like we it's a shame that we have to like use our words to talk about something that isn't just celebrating max's achievement right right i mean the ruling is done and really like i'm okay like putting this out there because I'm totally aware that people are they don't even have all the details in fact like I don't know like we're recording a podcast right maybe like there's more details that are like like not coming off the top of my head but I can tell you for sure all the important ones are there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know like everything that we described and you know this is how it happened um damn dude comps are hard honestly yeah, it's weird because hard, like I, these are like, I mean I, th- these are not things that like we were built to handle, right? Like no one expects something like this to happen. Like Yeah. So so what do you do? I, like it makes sense. I guess it kinda makes sense that you know there's all this controversy behind it. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, just one of those things that you would never expect to actually happen. Yeah, I feel like that the WCA regulations and sort of the concept of like puzzles in general all assume that like the world is gonna follow like strict rules um, but the world in reality is a very uncertain and probabilistic yeah. place like <laughs> fluctuations happen yeah there um, are some um, well put well put yeah definitely I, I have nothing to add to that yeah i mean oh yeah, yeah. good oh and then one other thing i wanted to think about is like at some point in the future this record will get broken it might be in a month or it might be in 10 years or something um but I wonder don't if. Let it be ten years. I just. just... Okay, well, it's not going to be ten years. I know, like, people... about... <laughs> like, I know people are like striving for a sub five average. Like someone's going to get it. Yeah. Right. Like whether that's Timon or Max or Maddie or someone else, someone's going to get it. Um, I wonder if there's sort of like more incentive for the record to happen so that like we can be we rid have... of this nonsense. Yeah. yeah, like we don't have this like fog of like uncertainty surrounding it. Like, not to say that the 5.808 is uncertain. It's, like, certain now because it's, like, in the history books. Mm. But I definitely know that feeling when I get a PB that feels, like, too lucky or, like, had a weird quirk to it. I feel really good when I break it with, like, a full step solve. And I'm like, yes, this is legit now. And um, just, like, the complications are now, I don't have to think about them. 
Yeah, there's like I a sense like of just... uh, closure, if you will. It's like, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it felt like there, there was something uneasy, uneasy here, but now I'm satisfied. This works. I mean, we should just end this off on a good note because what at the end of the day like carrie you bring up a good point and about like the fogginess of the unclarity like is it too lucky stuff like that manu you're talking about like the closure with the results being finally posted and recognized um but at the end of the day um that solve was beyond a shadow of a doubt 4.80 yeah there was nothing oh yeah nothing was unlucky nothing was lucky. i mean nothing you was you all lucky. at home can go watch the footage and you can stop it as soon as Max gets up in the was, chair, and at that point, if you if you think the solve is not legit at this point, that I I don't I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it, it was legit. I mean, it's just you know, it's just how the <laughs> what is it called? How the turntables? How the how the turntable? <laughs> of course, how yes. The turntables. Yes. So yes. Uh, at the yeah, I mean, we can feel good. We can feel good about that. It was all legit. At the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, and I also just wanted to like talk about Max's, I guess, just ability, because his fourth solve, like the 4.5, which I guess not as many people are talking about, it's a 4.5 full step. So if you watch it, it's like, he just doesn't pause. So I, I wanted to at least give credit where credit's due on- I'm pretty sure his 4.8 and his 4.88 was full step too, right? Maybe all five solves were full step, but I just wanted to, you know, make sure we remember that because yeah. like, I don't want this entire episode to be uh, complications. It's like, Max is just really good at turning. No, no, no. Like, and I really we, feel like his turning really... speed is faster. No, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. You, you should finish. Oh, I, I was like, when I watched the footage of this world record, um, it really feels like his turn speed is like up to 11 compared to seeing him solve even just like six months ago or something, which I, I didn't think you could turn past, like go past 10 and go to 11. <laughs> these are these are metaphorical numbers. His but, TPS yeah. is like, on like really the only rival is Ray Han. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Like, yeah. I mean, crazy. I don't know. Like, cause, cause what, what did you say? It was four five five four four. Like that. That's yeah, where so we are. Three fours. That's where we are at this point. The world record average has three fours in it. Wow. Yeah, more fours than non fours. Yeah, two counting fours in the world record average. And I think that the counting ones are 4.8 and 4.88, which are like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's insane that we're, we're at this point where just a couple years ago, like when, when Lucas Eder broke the, the sub five barrier on the single, like now we're like, it, it's so weird to be like that close to breaking well, the, the sub five the average. Score. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. just insane. It's insane and it's amazing, oh. amazing, amazing accomplishment for Max. Yeah, yeah. Amazing achievement yeah. for Max all around. But also, uh, Manu, that wasn't a couple years ago. It was six and a half years ago. Yeah, I was going to say, Get with the Manu, time. Like, you were like it was so six far and off. a half years ago? It was ago? six years ago. Here's, what, <laughs> here's my fun tidbit. I'm not sure exact how accurate this is, but Max's slowest solve was 5.7. If I'm not mistaken, Felix's last world record average was like 5.53, 5.60. Yeah, yeah, I think it still that's is. That's scary close. That, that's wild. Like Max's worst single was almost Felix's world record average, something like that. I don't know. Someone's got to fact check me, but it's close. It's got to be close. That's that's yeah. insane. That that is yeah, absolutely I mean, insane. 5.7. I I think a better way to think of it is like. The 5.66 world record single from 2011 that Felix had, 
oh, was like yeah. so far ahead of everyone else for like years and years. But like 5.7 is is from Max, like the worst solve is essentially the same as that. Yeah. I mean, there's like one difference though from 2011 to 2022. Oh, that the difference aware. is Timon exists. All right. So this that's true. healthy rivalry. That's true. Oh, that's okay. true. Who oh, knows so what like that Max man is capable Timon. of, man? Timon is... Yeah. He's, he's on another level. Dude, Timon yeah. versus Max is so exciting. Like, I think they've separated themselves fully from the rest of the competition. Interesting. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I, like, I gotta like, see. Can come I back. haven't talked to Maddie, Hiroto, and Ava in a while. Oh, maybe dude. he's got something to say. I, I wonder, Rohan is Maddie coming to, to North American Champs? Oh, for sure. Yeah, so... Like, I yeah. That'll, that'll be fun. That'll be fun to see the those three like duke it out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, North American champs is gonna be quite the uh, quite the event. Mm. It's, it's lit out here. Yeah. All these results. Shout out yeah. to Patrick Pont sub nine OH average. Yeah. Um, oh, that, yeah, that happened sub too. Sub twenty six Mega Mix single. Dude, maybe maybe we should turn like we should turn maybe like whenever like some news happens, we should turn part of the podcast into. Like a, a news segment, like, hey guys, let's time time to catch up on all the on all the spicy cubing news that's happened over the last week. It's it's definitely been I spicy. Mean, some of it isn't spicy, or some of it's just sweet. I mean, yeah, yeah of course, I, we can call it cube alert. How about that? Cube alert. <laughs> uh, we have to something, come up with something clever, right? Like, oh, um, I can't believe I even shoot, suggested I... cube alert. What a dumb name. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, it's very straight to the point. It's very cut and dry. But what if it's like, um, shoot, I need to come up with something clever, like fresh off the timer. <laughs> that's not any better. Um, that, that's, that actually sounds pretty good. Not gonna lie. And we, we can come up with a jingle too. Like here, I got it. I got it. First take, okay? Oh, jingle. Never mind. I can't do it. I, I had the jingle in my head, but I, I got like too nervous and then I couldn't actually, I couldn't actually reproduce the jingle. I'll have to There's nothing to be nervous about. I'll have to record the jingle off stream and then. Fresh uh, off we're not the off stream, yeah. but when we're not recording, <laughs> maybe okay, maybe then. we can maybe we can um, crowdsource some jingle ideas from the good folks at home. But uh, anyway, I, no. I'm joking. But I mean, it, it would be interesting. Uh, I think it, I think it's cool to cover like current events and stuff because you know it's things that obviously like you know we we are all involved in. Well, we we aren't always involved in, but. We have a lot of interest in, right? We we love to see fellow cubers break world records because, because I think, like I said earlier, it's not just a huge achievement for the cubers. Like obviously, right? They they've worked their asses off. We're just sitting here like commentating on it, but just for the community as a whole, to kind of like, to to be able to like cheer on these people and be like, yeah, like you know, that's amazing. Like you're great. Is something that I think is really really unique, and is not present in all communities. You know, I think many communities are. Are not always as uh, as wholesome as Cuban community. I think it's been yeah. See, even even Carrie's cat agrees. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's she's here to celebrate all the fast cubers as well. Let's go. Yeah, let's give yeah, it up for the fast cubers. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting that like even though we're not that old, we've sort of taken on the role of like the sports commentators who are who can't who aren't the best at sports in that moment. You know. Yeah. I'm jump up here. Okay. Okay. Well, here, here's the cat. <laughs> she wants attention. Oh, by the way, um, a couple days ago, I, I just made a quick video, um, because I noticed that cute. A video. <laughs> so cute. Okay. 
My brother recorded a video of my cat like nine years ago, and then you know Markiplier, mm -hmm. the the yeah. gaming YouTuber. Yeah. Oh, she's hissing at the other cat now. Uh, Markiplier put that video clip in his one of his videos called Meow, <laughs> and now it, it's his most popular video. Wait, wait, wait. So has... your cat is in Markiplier's video? Yeah, yeah. So if you go to Markiplier's most viewed video and you look at the second clip, it's my what? cat. What the? Uh, wait, I gotta check it out. What? Your cat is more like, famous than all of us combined. I know. I mean, like, I think it's because he's really cute, but it also only shows up for 1.5 seconds. So, I, dude, I that, that's, that's, so you know how they say 15 seconds of fame? This is like one 1.5 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like not even enough. Well, okay, like in the background, you can see my bathroom and like my toothbrush and, and like my <laughs> contact lens cases. But like the star of the show is the cat. Yeah, true. Um, wow. That, that, that's incredible. Well, anyway, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's very off topic. Okay, I don't know really how we got cat. here, but hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's go, cat. Who doesn't meow as much? She yeah. purrs more. She I think we should probably wrap. I don't know. I have nothing else to say. This is this is an excellent place to wrap. We can leave the viewers with yeah, cats. I think all the I think all of the you know, just just how okay no I got it I got it just how there is not a single person who thought that the four point eight was fake. There is not a single person who dislikes cats. How about it? That's how about true. It? Was it was it as oh. good as Carrie segues? Uh, yeah, it was as good, even better. I if I do say I so myself. Oh, better! Oh, there, there we go. Don't like cats. No, I'm not one of them, but I'm just, you know. Well, I will say I know a few friends who are allergic to cats, so I think it's hard for them to like cats. Well, they can they can like looking at oh, cats. Oh, but they, they can, can look at like them. Just be allergic to them. Yeah. Maybe they're allergic to the way the cats look. Uh. We should probably end it out there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Think, yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Outro time. <laughs>